When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Being Awesome with Rob Springer. You ever notice on like Facebook or something that you, you always see people liking certain brand names, but they never, you never see them click store brands, which, you know, is, let's be real, ain't no one buying name brand sugar. Where's the great value like page? I totally like that. I like to keep it real. Because I just made a picture of iced tea with great value tea bags and great value sugar. And water from my tap. This is Being Awesome, the podcast about loving Transformers and having fun and keeping it real. I'm Rob. <laughs> and real talk, I've had a hard week. It's just been a, been a hard week for me. Uh, the holidays are kicking up, and as much as I love Christmas, it's a stressful time of year. You know, balancing all the holiday shopping you've got to do, and when you're going to do it, and where you're going to do it and managing the packages coming in from various online retailers while also mapping out, okay, I guess this is when I'll go here. This is when I'll go there or various things. It's just been kind of weighing on me, adding in on just stresses from, you know, work and life and whatever, though I did have a couple of things pop up this week that cheered me up quite a bit because I was getting kind of a little down in the dumps a little bit just because, you know, I, I Sometimes it can just be real life, but it just kind of gets to you, and you're just kind of done for a while, and you don't want to talk to anybody. But my pal uh, uh, on Twitter, Sean, sent me the Megatron and Berserker Autobots Unite Legion 2-pack. I guess he saw it on Zone Base that I had found the other two packs, but I couldn't find that one. And he sent me one, along with a uh, Legion Hot Rod and a Legion Stinger. And that, thank you so much, dude. That was super nice. That really, really made my day. Actually, Stinger, my wife has told me twice to quit putting them in with the Christmas decorations. And when she doesn't look, he finds his way to another Christmas decoration. It's like, look, Stinger is a member of this family. And you're going to have to accept that. I can't explain to you guys the face she gives me every time I say that. Gets a little more angry each time, too. But also, my wife surprised me this week where... um. I'm on restriction till Christmas is over from buying toys for myself. I think the 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 uh, allowances are some of the legions I need. There's still a few of them out there and random bootlegs. But I run it through her first because between us doing holiday shopping, you know, it's just an expensive time of year. And also, whatever, she, I had to make her a list of robots. And she doesn't want to risk me buying any. She's already got her or whatever. So, in all honesty, I'm just kind of been too tired to go out and do shopping. You know, we got 
all this running around we're doing, I'm just not even thinking about myself. I, I try not to think about myself this time of year because it's not a time to think about yourself. But every once in a while, you're just like, oh, yeah, I still need to grab that, you know, or you'll be like, wow, I uh, just want to just want to hide for a while and get like a big old milkshake or something and just maybe a comic book or something and just relax somewhere and chill out, you know. But uh, she got me the Walgreens uh, Clone 2-pack, which uh, was really great. I, was, I I hadn't looked for it in about a week or so. When they first started popping up, you know, I, I looked a little, and I was like, I'll just give it a week or so. And she told me, don't go in there and buy one. So I was like, okay, I guess that's, I don't remember putting that on the list, but I guess she's put that, she's got that too, but she just gave it to me. So I was like, oh, thank you. And, you know, I've already, I got the uh, Chaos on Velocitron set, so now I have both Autobot clones. But I missed out on that other box set. So I guess I'll just have to track down a pounce on a Facebook group or something to give my uh, wingspan his proper uh, twin brother. You know, I really like those two twins. Those are, that was just a cool idea they did back in the day. And this new set of them, like, they're, they're kind of legend scale. They're a little bit smaller, but they, they they work just right. It's a good way to work those guys through. Still need to get Grotusk. I saw somewhere that he was popping up at... Hong Kong Toys R Us's, so I'm like, well, that second run of him never popped up online like was promised, so hopefully he'll just show up at a Ross or something. Wouldn't that be amazing, just walking to Ollie's and there's just a pile of t- grotusks? Buy two. <laughs> I'm hoping that for Trypticon, too. I wasn't able to get him this year, just due to th- stuff and things. You know, I've got plenty of time to track one down, of course, but I just ne- wasn't able to grab one this year. I'm just kind of wondering, would it be like Fort Max? Because I went through drama last year for Fort Max, and he ended up at, like, Ollie's and Ross and stuff. Can I just walk into one of those and be like, well, I'll buy two Trypticons. I'm kidding. I'd just buy one. I'm not greedy or anything. It'd just be amazing to be like, well, there's this enormous toy for a relatively low price that everyone was fighting over. Well, they weren't fighting over them, were they? Nah, not so much. I don't know. I think I'm just kind of babbling. Speaking of babbling, I think it's time to check over to the Q&A portion of the show. For those of you who don't know, the Q&A thread... This Q&A is fed from a thread that can be found on Talk Transformers, the bestest place to talk Transformers online. It's a group on Facebook. You know this. I say this every week for this is the 128th time now. Uh, Go join and I'll pop up the thread. You can just give me a question. Or if you miss it, you can just send me one. You can just send me one. I'll add you to the queue. And I've got the entire queue for what I planned for the month of December here on my phone. But the way they come in, I'm going to rearrange them. Usually I either read them in order or I read them randomly off this queue. But I got some Christmas questions in here. And I want to save them getting closer to Christmas because even though it's the beginning of December now, it's like the first week. And Christmas, the way the calendar loads up this year, Christmas is almost like five to six weeks. I'm j- joking, of course. Just it, it, you know, this is the first weekend of December is practically November this year, just the way the calendar lines up. So I'm gonna start try to save those Christmas questions a little closer to Christmas. So I'm gonna do this week's question from my dude Frank Perkins. He goes on to ask. So last night when I met, when, excuse me, when I was at the Fat Man on Batman podcast, K 
Kevin and Mark were talking about who to bring in to fix the DC Cinematic Universe. Who would you bring in to fix or create a good Transformers movie, fran- movie or franchise? Dude, that's a great question. Um, and everyone likes to pitch in their two cents on this, who they'd like to see and who they'd uh, not like to see. And who they think would do a better job and what it needs to be. All that kind of stuff. Um, so if we're just shooting... And, you know, I was about to say, since we're shooting from the pip here, let me get a little preface to that. There's something about the internet that you can say something, and the minute you said it, there's some nerd explaining to you why you said it. Nerds, quit the mansplaining. You know, I, I, I'm i just t- talking straight out. I'm not even going to try to be realistic here. I'm just going to say my ideal people to make a Transformers movie or f- franchise would be. First thing that comes to mind and not just because I love Pacific Rim, but because I generally like his movies. In gen- I generally like his movies in general. That is a horrible sentence. But I like his movies in general. And I'm about to butcher his name. I butcher everyone's name. I'm sorry. Gel- Gelmiro del, to- del Toro. The guy <laughs> who's done a lot of wonderful movies. Um, he just handles fantasy really well. You know, he just handles these kind of situations really well. Like he has respect for ridiculous things so like you know a lot of people said it because pacific rim was awesome but pacific rim was a super robot type movie while whilst transformers are super robots they are sentient while he he had a movie where the robots had pilots so of course anytime you have a super robot show it tends to focus more on the pilots so i think if he came up so so basically what i'm saying is Comparing it to Pacific Rim would be not the best because it, you know, that's more along the lines of shows like a Volt, not well, I guess Voltron, yeah, or uh, Power Rangers or something like that, where you got the issue at hand and then they get into robots and go fight the monster of the week, you know. While Transformers, the Transformers are dealing with the issue at hand and then go fight the trouble of the week or whatever. But I think he would be an awesome, um, awesome um, inclusion to the uh, film franchise or at least involved with it whatsoever. I think he would be a good producer or director, or maybe just creative consultant. I think he would work good in those things. Now the thing is with the whole creative consultant thing, they've had that writer's room and I think, I think there's someone needs, you know, Michael Bay has officially stepped down this time and this time he means it until he shows back up. I think someone to basically take his spot, not necessarily a director, but that spot of overall person. I get, yeah, you know, I I know he was the director, but he also oversaw a lot of things. He was a producer also, and had all these other things. So I think someone in that leadership role to assure everything kind of comes together, you know the project manager or whatever, I think that he would be great in that kind of role. Like, he wouldn't have to necessarily direct, but maybe produce. And basically where he gets his four cents in and they get cashed in, that type of thing. I was taking a drip of uh, sweet tea here, and I was thinking... The train went off in the background. And now I'm straight shooting from the hip just because I like what they've done and how they were so um, faithful to the source material and all that. And, you know, 
the differences that would have to be in a adaption of a something into a movie they were really good about working it in and that would be the crew behind the harry potter movies you know i'm 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 not the biggest harry potter fan i just think they're cool movies when we went to universal i was enamored with the harry potter sections of the park but outside that you know i haven't read the books i haven't um you know i've watched the movies you know i i enjoy it but i'm not the biggest fan of it i'm not one of those guys that's you know you got those dudes that are in the capes and walking around with the wands and going to the conventions and all the so you know I'm not I'm not one of those guys I don't want to insult their intelligence here, which I don't think I did but I'm basically saying that some of them might have a problem with like they prefer the books to the movies or whatever. But I think everyone, I'm sure there was a few turds in the turds in the water that didn't like them, but I think everyone was really happy with the Harry Potter movie franchise. I don't think I saw too many people hating them as an adaption of the books. You know what I mean? And I think Transformers and Harry Potter are really different things, but they're both a, a fantasy property based on, you know, Transformers is a toy line. It's a toy line that has a cartoon and comics and stuff to basically dry, sell the toys. And Harry Potter started off as a book series, but I think that crew was really good at basically Look, those are really big movies. They 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 made a ton of money, and you know that those Fantastic Beasts films are continuing on with it. You know, I think that crew would be best because I think they they obviously have a knack for taking taking from the source material what makes it special and what makes it work, and translating that onto the screen. You know, the movies had multiple directors and producers and stuff over the decade it took to make it. But I think I think you could see what I'm saying. Like the, the, those folks really brought it to life and made it like made it just great, you know. So I think they would be a good those that that whole crew would be great. I, I keep thinking of uh, trying to think of people who've made comic book movies and stuff. I don't think I want to do that. I've heard people say Tim Burton would be great, and I'm like, no, probably not. You know, Tim, I, 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 I love Tim Burton's Batman and Beetlejuice and Pee-wee's Big Adventure. But I don't, I don't, he's not the name that comes to mind the minute I say Transformers, you know. And part of me wants to think some of the people that work on Star Trek. Some of those crews might be good because, you know, it's, it's a good space story, but when I think about that, I am not thinking correctly. I, I don't watch Star Trek. I don't watch Star Trek at all. But I did enjoy The Next Generation. And Beast Wars has often been compared to Star Trek The Next Generation because it's kind of the same idea, you know? And the same type of show, basically. The same type of stories, you know? That that that, that type of uh, science fiction, fantasy, story writing. So when, I, when I'm saying I almost want to think Star Trek... That's what I'm thinking about. But also, didn't J.J. Abrahams make a Star Trek movie? But then he went on to start working with Star Wars. So let's bring him in. Because his version of Star Trek was, everyone criticized, was basically Star Wars. And then he went on to do great with Star Wars. And he's continuing to do great with Star Wars. And without Star Wars, I wouldn't care about Transformers. So I think he would be good. He's obviously good at putting... 
working in adaption and making things work. He's a, he makes great just genre entertainment. He's a, he, I think he does good movies. Um, so I think he'd be great in that role. I don't think I really need to say anything more. I know he's got his critics and people are going to her birth lens glare. I know I've made that joke too, but you know, if anything's going to have a sun glare on it in a movie, it would be a sports car flying down the road, you know? And so transformers would work for a couple of glare lens glares or flares or whatever you call them. You know, I remember, um, around Oh three and Oh four when the years before the first Oh seven movie came out when they were still in pre-production and everyone was throwing around this person, this person needs to be in the movie and yada, yada. And you always had that crowd that said, Peter Cullen absolutely has to be Optimus Prime. And at that time, you know, we done had all these years of Gary Chalk, you know, and Neil Kaplan. But, you know, really, Gary Chalk was what we were used to. So we're like, a lot of us, including me, was like, you know, I'm more concerned on whoever doing the voice do a good job than who does it. And at the time, I said, you know, I think Bruce Willis would, which I was younger, but I'm thinking... Man, Patrick Stewart's got a great voice. I think I'd like to see him as like Alpha Trion. Right now, I'm just throwing names out there that kind of come to mind. But yeah, Patrick Stewart's got that great voice. I think he'd make a great Alpha Trion type character, at least. Maybe a Vector Prime or something like that, depending on what movie they'd make. I thought Hugo Weaving was great for Megatron. He's got that great, deep, mean-sounding voice. You know, I thought he was great in that role. And uh, I forget the lady who did Quintessa's voice in The Last Night. When when I think of Quintessons, I'd... That's another another um, part of the Transformers. And I'm thinking cartoons here. Because I get to see the Quintessons and, like, trans-organics trans, uh, and stuff. Or the Dweller popping up in the movie. And I think, once again, Del Toro would handle that stuff wonderfully. I think he'd have a good balance of robots and these aliens and all that stuff. And if anyone's going to get Unicron right, he would do it. I don't I don't think I've ever liked the Unicron is Earth thing. It was in Prime, you know. It's popping up back up in the movies. And um, I don't think I've ever liked that. I don't, li- I don't mind the idea of Unicron's essence being inside Earth. But as, as far as that being his body himself, I don't think I ever liked it. I liked, the, I liked him being his own thing just because... It, to me, it was always cooler when Earth was just some unwilling participant in the whole affair, as opposed to, well, there's a reason everything gravitates here. You know, it's like, well, yeah, there's a reason everything gravitates here. You know, it, you know, it totally kind of turns into a Porsche. They don't, I don't think they have Porsches on Mars. You know, I don't think I need a reason to why it gravitates there. It's just, look, it's on Earth, okay? They, they took a toy... They, it, the car turns into a semi. It's come on guys, you know, that kind of thing. So I don't need a more physical reason other than just by chance. And I like that better. I like it better when we were just sort of, well, crap, it's here and we got to deal with it. That type of storyline. So I think Unicron being a big bad guy from space, I preferred that. I, you know, I really like Tornatron a whole lot. And I'd I'd like to see Tornatron. I think Tornatron would be a better big bad for the movies than, say, Unicron. Because Unicron 
is a really hard pill to swallow for a mainstream audience, you know. But Tornatron, that's cool. That's just a big space, you know, monster that sucks energy out of things. You know, that, that's that could be described really quickly, even to the most casual movie viewer. And they would be like, oh, okay, this is an alien threat from space. That That's that's perfect, you know. we Who can't relate to, you know, energy crises? That's in the news all the time. Oil crisis this, gas shortage that. You know, that kind of thing. You know, the, uh, a power plant shut, you know, went out of business and a neighborhood was out of, out of plant for a month or something. You know, that kind of thing. Everyone can relate to the danger and imminent threat and Okay, it's it's an alien from space that you know it's a giant and they don't know how to deal with. It. I, I would, I think, yeah, wow. I just said a bunch of words. <laughs> I would say Steven Spielberg would work with it, but he's already he's already been involved, and I think he just kind of walked around smoking a cigar, or eating a subway, and going like, "Yeah, do this, do this, do that. That'd be great." Bye. <laughs> I think that was kind of his input. Now he had more of an input on the O seven movie because. Even though it was a Michael Bay movie, no doubt, it still followed that traditional Steven Spielberg device of a boy in his car, you know. Which is funny, they did they, um, that AllSpark Tech toy line. They have a commercial for it that's completely Steven Spielbergian, more so than the movie. So, so, it's just go weird how that worked out. Well, Frank, thank you for your questions. And that was a hodgepodge of an answer, but I think I, I think some of my answers were good. I think hope hope you liked it. I, I don't know. I don't think I, I know I answered your question, but I hope I answered it in a sustainable way, other than me just rambling. Well, guys, I'm going to wrap this one up. It's time. My wife's cooking tacos in there for dinner. You guys know me. I'm salivating. <laughs> So I'm going to go enjoy a taco supper this wonderful Sunday night. Getting a little rest in before, you know, this next work week kicks up. It's, it's whipping my butt. <laughs> Try to plan out more of a, I know next weekend I'm going to see my mom and help her decorate for Christmas and stuff. She lives a little while over and it's like a good hour or two, not two hour drive. So it'd be good. It'd be good to see her and help her do that, you know. That has nothing to do with anything. I'm just talking now, I guess. Just getting ready for his next work week. So thanks, every single one of you, for listening. Being awesome. The podcast about loving Transformers and having fun is part of the Radio Free Cybertron family of shows. And you can find us all at tfradio.net for shows and showtimes. And hey, since you're at the site, please check out our Amazon links. Just an easy way to help support the network without doing anything other than shopping at Amazon. And it's Christmas. You're shopping at Amazon. You know, so... That'd be great. We thank you for it. I'm Rob, and you could find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoboRobSpringer. Um, if you check out my Instagram right now, it's it's December, so I'm doing my yearly tradition of a Star Wars Lego advent calendar. I've been doing them steadily since 2013. I was originally posting on my old Tumblr, but I dropped that in lieu of Instagram a while back. I, I only skipped the Star Wars calendar in 2015 just because I just figured I wouldn't do it that year and the following year I missed it so much I did got back on it so if you check out my Instagram every day there's at least a new Lego post also since you're using the internet please check out my site zonebase.org 
whole lot of zoning and basing going on over there. Please check it out. Thanks everyone for listening. I'll be back next week. Bye. This has been Being Awesome with Rob Springer. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.